If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. All right, let's get this guy back on the football field. Hopefully this week. Hopefully healed up after uh, missing last week's game against Houston. Right now he joins us on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Welcome to the show. Josh Allen joins us uh, every couple of weeks, the Jaguars pass rusher. Uh, Josh, I hope you're feeling better, man. Uh, rehabbing and, and all the good things to take care of your body. You feel pretty good about this week or what? Uh, I feel good today. Uh, I'm taking it day by day. I uh, got to come back 100%, and I know once I be out there, y'all going to get 100% of me. All right. That's, uh, that, that's good. We, we can't wait to get you back out there. Um, tongue-in-cheek here, can you kick? Uh, <laughs> A little tongue-in-cheek here, but can you kick at all? Have you ever kicked in high school <laughs> football? <laughs> I mean, back in the day, I did do a little bit of soccer, but that's the only kicking I did. Uh, it's pretty good base, I feel like. That you is the soccer a, kick, a little, you know? Yeah. Hey, big guy, yeah. agile guy, yeah. good hips, right? You have good to have good hips, hips to, to, to bend, Absolutely. right, at the pass rusher position sure. like you did. Yep. And, um, well, I didn't really bend know? that much, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's some it's, it's I was more of a, I was more like a bull rusher, but yeah, go on, Brent. It, it, Josh, <laughs> speaking of, we'll have, a little, we'll, we'll, make, we'll have a little fun with that, even though I know it's been a serious issue. Does it feel a little bit like your snake bit? in that locker room sometimes when when you now will go on your fifth kicker in six games of all the other issues that you some, sometimes can have? Yeah, man, it's definitely been uh, crazy in that aspect, but, you know, we got to find the one. Uh, Josh not being here uh, kind of really sucked, but, you know, we put a lot of faith in the kickers, and, you know, we're just going to keep bringing it until we find the right one until Josh get healthy. So, that you know, it is what it is in that part, but we got to keep doing what we got to do. Brent Martineau, along with Austin Lane here, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Josh Allen, Jaguars, second-year pass rusher uh, with us. All right, one more uh, question about something outside of what you normally do. Uh, because we were joking about maybe kicking, is there ever a time like that you say, hey, I want to go in and play this position? Like, do you, like, in practice say, coach, put me in on the goal line. Put me in at receiver. tight end. Yeah, because you played receiver. You were, you were an all-state receiver. So, okay. like, how, are you lobbying at all uh, in a goal line package uh, or any package to get in there? Oh, uh, every day. Every day I always come up to Coach, Coach Jay just to, you know, put a little bug in his ear, you know what I'm saying, because I know I can do it. You know, goal line, I ain't worried about goal line. I'm trying to. I'm trying to trying to just get the rock for real. So, but uh, you know, he told me I got to chill on that because he don't want to get me hurt. Or whatever, that's what they all say, you know. But I but t- I tell him if if anything happens, I got you. You can depend on me. You know? <laughs> I like, hey, you never know. You never know. Be ready. Get the hands team all ready, and it could be number 41, uh, well, Josh. I was going to say, you might be the forty the first 41 to ever score a touchdown in the NFL if he, if he keeps having that kind of intensity, man. Unless there's a fullback out there that's 41 that scored a touchdown. But you don't really see it really? that much. Um, I mean, it's gotta be, how many 41s have scored touchdowns in the NFL? No, I don't think many. Yeah, not that many. So, Josh, you might have a rare air, though, man. You might want to push that a little harder and score yourself a touchdown. See that celebration yeah. and stuff like that. Like I said, we got we got to be blowing people out first. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, do that. 
That's a good you point. Know? That's a good point. Uh, you got to get some W's. How how do you do it, man? How do you guys fix what uh, – I know you're all trying to fix, put Band-Aids on things, plug some holes, all those different things that we talk about week to week. Uh, but as you saw from your view, which wasn't on the field, uh, do you have some fixes that you guys can, can put in place quick enough to solve this riddle a little bit? I mean, there's no easy, you know, there's no easy quick answer to that. You know, I mean, we just got to keep playing the whole game. Uh, you know, when you come and play in the league, I realize it only comes down to four or five big plays that the opponent can make, and that can be the outcome of a game. Uh, so just trying to limit those explosive plays, uh, you know, that's just something that we got to harp on week in and week out. And it's only a certain play that really that really affects us as defensively because we stopped the run. Uh, they didn't get all the chunk runs until the last drive. Uh, of the game. So stopping a run is always key for us, and we feel like we did a good job with that. And like I said, it's just those couple of explosive plays that, uh, you know, that, that can that, that can determine the outcome of the game. And uh, so we just focus on those and just pay, play, keep your eyes right and play sound, take football, but we'll be all right. Josh, we talk about, you know, defenses around the NFL or even in college right now. It, it seems like in, in terms of performance, I mean, everyone's lacking, right? I mean, you're seeing more points scored than you've ever seen before in the NFL and in college football. Now, I, I, watched, I watched Kentucky a little bit. Brad White still hasn't playing pretty well. I mean, you guys are still playing some pretty good defense there at Big Blue. But overall, you watch, like, the Alabama and Ole Miss game. Like, no one's playing defense right now. And I think it might have something to do with, like, the crowd and the lack of crowd where, obviously, offense is based more off of, like, you know, timing and, and clock it's, it's all mental stuff right mm-hmm. where defense is based more off emotion and reaction and energy like you've been out there you played in it like do you feel like defenses are suffering right now without that lack of energy from a crowd i mean uh you know that you know i mean i don't know that's a good <laughs> little a little little bit you just gave me right there but you know we do feed off the emotions of the crowd but you know, as a professional, it is what it is. You got to go out there. You got to do what you got to do. But, okay, but before we even get to that, I just want to talk about shout-out to all my dogs at Kentucky, man. I held it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Had six picks. You know what I mean? Defensively, had six picks. Held Mississippi State to two points. You know what I'm saying? So, shout-out to the shout out to them boys and Coach White doing a heck of a job out there. But in the NFL, man, it's – dang, a lot of people have been putting points, but offenses is getting better. They're changing the schemes up. It's a different time. You know, football always changes so often. You know, the t- type of game that's changing, the type of quarterbacks that we have now is able to put up points like that. And, you know, so now we got to – defensively, we got to adjust with the offense and how the NFL is changing. And so, you know, it can give a lot of people better opportunities to rush the pass, i tell you that. Yeah, I think after this week against Mississippi State, you uh, you might be able to go over to sneak over to Minshew and say, Mike Lee Chu, uh, <laughs> even though he didn't go to Mississippi State. <laughs> but you might be able to say that. Um, let me ask about, you watch these guys play. I, I thought some of those guys played really well the other day. Uh, what did you see from Dewan Smoot and, and Sidney Jones? Uh, first time we got a peek at Sidney Jones, but Smoot had a big game too. He definitely did, man. I was just, I mean, I mean as soon as he came back, I had to holler at him and told him, you know what I'm saying, that was, one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Uh, just him being destructive on a run in the past, man. It was just awesome to see. It's good to see him out there making a lot of plays, and hopefully he continues to play continues to play well. And Sidney Jones, man, I was just a little wake up call, man. Uh, you know, in his career, he came here, 
And, you know, now I, hope, I didn't think he was going to start. You know what I mean? He, stuff happens, and he had his opportunity to shine, and, you know, he definitely made the best of it. And I'm excited to see that even more, you know what I'm saying? Because I know we have big play uh, capability players in the back end, and uh, when you have the opportunities to make a play, you know, we just have to be up there and get them. And you know, he did a heck of a job, and him and J-Dub, it was just it was just great to see. I know I was screaming my lungs out at the house watching them. So, you know, I hope they – I guess they felt that, you know. But it sucked I wasn't out there with them. So, Josh, you know, before we, uh, you know, we got, I got, at least I got one last question for you here, and we have to address this, man, because I hold you to a high standard, right? I mean, I think you're one of the most mature guys in that locker room. Um, well, that's from your family upbringing, whatever the reason, but you're, you're wise beyond your years, man. So imagine my shock and imagine my surprise when you were asked the question, Jordan or LeBron, and without even hesitation, didn't even take a second to think about it, you dropped the LeBron on everybody. Okay. Now I understand yeah. you're, you're younger. Like you don't remember Michael Jordan, but the disrespect of the true go to Michael Jordan, where does that come from? And why in your mind and take that championship away from the Lakers? I don't care. But why is LeBron James so much better than Michael Jordan? I mean, like, I mean, like you said, man, I have never had the opportunity to see Michael Jordan play a real game. So I can't just go by highlights because that's all they're going to show. There's a lot of highlights. He has the rings. He has the championships. He does. You know what I mean? I, You know, he's definitely top top two, top three basketball players ever. But from what I grew up to and how I see LeBron James, I think he's the best basketball player ever. Uh, he does it all. Uh, you know, he's statistically, he's in top five in majority of everything. And uh, he's on his way to winning a lot more championships. Uh, he got him one last the other night i'm excited about that and hopefully he continues to you know win championships because i i do i do think he's you know the best but michael jordan was a dog though like 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 there's no i'm not saying i don't think it's like a like like a like a big gap between the two okay but i gotta i gotta go with lebron because i've seen him play you know i say i grew up to him i didn't grow up to michael jordan if i did (laughs) i had to say michael jordan but you know can't can't really put on my, my eggs and basketball who I've never seen play. No, like and him. listen, I respect it. I was gonna say this though. You talk about those Jordan highlight games. Those are just called games. Like every <laughs> single Jordan game <laughs> was a highlight game. That's all I'm gonna say. You didn't watch them, so you don't know. I'm just telling you from my experience watching Michael Jordan. <laughs> uh, the oh, last, yeah, the, the nah, last Michael Jordan was good. Yeah, Michael Jordan was awesome. But I like that you young guys like LeBron James that much. Yeah. That's good. Uh, all right, I am going to ask you one more. What was it like watching on TV? What What was that like to watch? Uh, it? Was that a different uh, view for you? Sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Uh, that was the first game. This is the first game in my career of playing sports that I've ever missed a game. Uh, so and especially I couldn't even travel with the boys. I couldn't really encourage them and really just, talk, you know, try to give my little speech or whatever to them. So it kind of sucked, and uh, you know, I just really hate. I just really hate how they be talking about us on TV. I didn't know they. I didn't just. I didn't think they talk like that. You know, kind of like they were trying, trying us a lot throughout the game. They act like we was getting blown out the whole game. You know what I mean? They. I'm like, dang, can we get a little credit or something? You know, but you know, they're going to keep disrespecting us until we got to prove them otherwise, man. So. Got a little bone to pick with, you know, a little bone to pick with them. So, 
And I'm glad you asked me that question. Yeah, well, uh, I'm glad I asked you, and I'm also glad you didn't watch all of our stuff the rest of Sunday. <laughs> You watch out, I see y'all. Oh Lord, I gotta, I gotta watch that. <laughs> no, don't do it. You're taking your own grave, bro. Yeah. I like. I, I'm always fascinated with that. By that, Josh, is that that like you guys kind of stay in your own little world and you don't see it in in what everybody says. Now you might see it on social media a little bit, but you're not listening to all the radio shows in town, watching all the TV shows in town, or watching the national broadcasts and what they're saying about you. So, I mean, it, it's probably safer, right, to live kind of in the world you're living in. Yeah, I guess you could say it like that. But, you know, after the game, Twitter's always going to be there. You know, Instagram's always going to be there. So you're always going to see see or hear something. So, but, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's even during the highlights. We couldn't even get one highlight. Josh, when you mentioned, like, Twitter and things like that, and we've had, like, you know, we heard DJ Chark uh, against, I think it was the Bengals, where he kind of spoke out and said, like, listen, we're kind of all we got right now. We see what's being said about us, and it is what it is. I'm kind of paraphrasing that. But, like, from your perspective, like, when you see that stuff on Twitter or when you hear it, like, on the TV, like, is that addressed in the locker room? And if it is, like, is that kind of used as extra motivation? Or do you kind of just kind of, like, ah, it is what it is, don't worry about it, and we just move on? I mean, uh, to be honest with you, as a man, uh, you know, it, 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 it's always going to be something. I can't never just say that, you know, it is what it is. Got to keep moving because it, it has to be like that. But, you know, deep down, you know what I'm saying, when I come to my home, you know what I'm saying, and I, and I really reflect on stuff like that, you know, it just sucks because, you know, we're a better team than, than what people perceive us as. And, you know, the record doesn't show, but we're not the only one with a record like this. So, it, 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 it's kind of, you know what I mean, like that. But being in this game and playing the game for so long, even if, even at Kentucky, you know what I'm saying, that was we had the best season in probably the history, had the best players in history, and then we still got talked about. So I know it's, it's always going to be good and bad. It's always going to have something to come with it. So that's something that I have to grow to understand. And people have their opinions on, on what goes on and, and, and what they see. And so I, I just I just take the fact and just live with it, man, and just, you know, I always I, I want to earn the respect of my peers and, and my teammates do too. So we just have to go out there and play for each other and play for the respect of our peers and, you know, execute and do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? People are going to say what they got to say, <laughs> you know, but, you know, that's just how I look at it. Uh, that's a good way to look at it, man. Uh, good luck uh, this week, Sunday, against Detroit here at home, and, and get healthy. We'll let's see you out there against the, the Lions. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me on. See you on later you got it man <laughs> we'll talk to you later i'll talk to you thursday night jaguars all access on thursday night with josh allen uh love having him on it's great perspective right there we'll get into more of that uh later on what he said but i think it's really interesting uh watching it from that view and uh he's a young player that's still they're still trying to figure all this out and by the way they're playing yeah. in a world that not a lot of people have ever played in in no. the social media world with these young guys you know uh now we have for the last five seven eight years but yeah. it's still a new generation when it comes to social media and what you see in here and, and people say yeah. uh, without repercussions. No, exactly. I mean, you know, back in, and I say back when, like, I'm so old now, but I kind of am old because I saw Michael Jordan playing Josh <laughs> Allen then, so I do feel old. Thank you, Josh Allen. But with that being said, like, when we were playing, like, back when I played, Twitter was kind of in its infancy, right? Like, it wasn't a thing yet. Nowadays, man, you, you type in your name one time, you can just see a laundry list of what people got to say about don't you. Don't type like, in your name. Don't type in your name, man. It's trouble. But um, it's an interesting fact. Like, I think that stuff, you know, all the negativity, 
it can be used as good for motivation, but then you can't let it affect you too much, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a fine line. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Jason Fitz joins us when we come back here on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. But we could really take this show off the rails if we wanted to go all, like, half politics, half sports. Austin Lane. I mean, have you been on Twitter lately? That's, do you, do you want a hundred thousand extra hundred thousand dollars? Do you want a scholarship? Let's go <laughs> politics. When we get back here. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to Amazon Prime Day a little bit. Yeah, well, we, I'm so upset that yeah, it, I he, think he's showing sunflower said. seeds too. By the way, helping everything out. Yeah. Kuz is, is all, he's like flustered. Well, We're so yeah. far behind in commercials right well, now. That, and he's telling us stories from Amazon Prime, which we can't well, even share on the air. He says, well, we probably could, but okay. we won't okay. put Jason Fitz on. Yeah. But, he, you know, Kuz says, it's Amazon Prime Day, and you light up. Oh, dude, I, I can't mean, believe like, I missed it. I just told you Mickey Mouse was coming. Dude, I mean, hey, you ever think like, hey, I wish I could have paper towels, but I want them like 75% off. Boom, Amazon Prime. I'm getting paper towels right now. I'm getting Chex Mix right now for like five bucks, a, a big tub of Chex Mix for five bucks. Let's go. Uh, he is not who you thought he was, Jason Fitz. I mean, he just isn't. Uh, I, I, <laughs> who do you think I was? I don't know, but not the guy that's buying paper towels oh, and Chex Mix great deal, on Brad, Amazon Prime Brad, Day. Some, some, we don't have backyard fireplaces in all our houses, all right? <laughs> some people got to make do with what they got. So I'm buying Chex Mix. Get off me. What are you buying, Jason Fitz? <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I mean, look, I'm a man that appreciates the bargain. So, but it I is. am a, like, there are very few things in life that I'm a snob about. But paper towels is one of them. Like Viva paper towels are better. I, I look, I, I am, I am spoiled to Viva paper towels. I appreciate them. So if that's on Amazon Prime, I'll go with that. Like I don't know. I am, I am, as everybody knows at ESPN, I'm notoriously cheap and afraid to spend money. So you know, the number of times I look at it, I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, I forgot about it. So like, I'm, you know, I'm probably just gonna. Look at all of it and not buy any of it. Hey, a huge win for the Raiders over the Chiefs. They've now beaten the Saints and the Chiefs. I think those are great wins for John Gruden and, and obviously Derek Carr. Uh, I think you were mentioning you did a show um, out there in Vegas. You just hosted for the last couple hours. What's the temperature out there on the Raiders? Like, is it Oakland fans that are still all Raider fans or the Vegas folks kind of picking up on this? No, Vegas is into it. I, I mean, Vegas is big on it and – you know, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, Vegas is more of a sports town than it ever gets credit for. And I'll go back to when I was a kid there and UNLV was going through the run and rebel days. Like, you couldn't get a ticket to it. Like, Vegas is a city that wants to be relevant in the sports world. So the Golden Knights have obviously had a lot of traction. And this Raiders thing, you know, is is already huge. The waiting list to get season tickets is astronomical and, and doesn't matter how much it costs. Everybody wants to be a part of it. So, yeah, the, the the city is all in on the Raiders, and it's a fun, easy team to be all in on because you got a lot of guys that are easy to root for and an offense that's fun to watch, and that's all that anybody seems to want in the NFL anymore. Defense is dead. That's right, it is. Jason, you know, obviously uh, I say, you know, the Raiders, but I'm just going to say you guys because you're basically part of the team, such a fan and everything, but you guys beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Um did we see kind of uh, a human game? Like, are, are they not Superman anymore, right? Like, are they beatable? Or is this kind of just that one game where they had a bad game and we expect the Kansas City Chiefs to go to the AFC Championship game as usual? No, I, I think, look, I think they're the best team in football. But I think that Belichick actually showed everybody a little bit of a path on something. And this is the most important stat from that game that I think plays to the entire AFC. 
the the Chiefs in the Raiders win or the the Raiders win over Kansas City. The Chiefs had a 65% pass rush win rate, which is actually very good. It means that they were winning the matchups up front. Now the Raiders still got 29 pressures. Why? Because Mahomes held the ball longer in that game than he ever has in any game in his career. Wow. So that tells you that huh. the Raiders actually were turning around and in the second half they were disguising coverages and they were mixing guys up all over the place. Guys that were blitzing one play were sitting back the next play. And, and they stole that direct from Belichick, and it seemed to confuse Mahomes. So this is the first time we've seen like a Mahomes moment where he seems human. And as a quarterback, we have to remember that these are the things he has to grow through. But I do think that there's at least a blueprint on how to defend him I don't know that you can ever slow him down completely, but it definitely worked in the second half for the Raiders. So analytics pays off sometimes. I like those numbers you yeah. just shared with us. How about that? Those bad at all. Uh, Jason Fitz with us, uh, Spain and Fitz, 7 o'clock all across the country on ESPN Radio. He's on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 right now. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane. All right, listen, this is a game that I run around yeah. here. Not Austin, yeah. but uh, we do this every Tuesday. It's the second-year quarterback report card, mm-hmm. and you're involved. And it's not an A, B, C, or D. It's basically a check mark or nothing. It's all or nothing on the young quarterbacks. So we've got five guys. Of course, Gardner Minshew is going to be part of that list. But you got to help us out today. Uh, so let's start with Dwayne Haskins. Okay, story over. Is Dwayne Haskins <laughs> done in Washington? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he's done. Yes, I didn't love the pick to begin with, but now that he's uh, now that they've decided they're going to put one legged Alex Smith above him, yeah, definitely. Haskins is done, and kudos to Alex Smith for finding his way back onto the field. Incredible. Absolutely. Uh, Drew Locke uh, is still trying to fight back from injury. Are you a Drew Locke fan? No. I I mean, Drew Locke is somebody I enjoyed watching in college. I don't think he's going to be a great pro quarterback, and I think that really, realistically, the Broncos' approach was let's put as many offensive weapons around him to see if he can play, but then still protect ourselves to get a, a quarterback in the future, which is more where they're going to end up in my mind. All right. So now we get to the three guys that did play. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for a little background here, mm. uh, Daniel Jones is a guy that I scouted at the Senior Bowl, <laughs> almost got hired as a GM based on some of his performance early on in his career. And now all of a sudden I've been fired and relegated back to the radio show. Well, you're so hired as a PR person because you talk about it more than anybody, even in New York. So keep on going, though, by, uh, by all means. So DJ and the Giants put up 34 against the Cowboys. So assumingly, right? Is that You'd even think, a word? Daniel Jones has a big day. You would think. 20 of 33, 222. No touchdowns. No picks. Got sacked a couple of times. <laughs> There's a feather in your cap. And uh, has an 80 rating and a 60.2 QBR, which mm-hmm. ESPN endorses. Mm-hmm. Is that worth a check mark or no, Jason Fitz? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm way out on Daniel Jones. I will say this. I think we would perceive Daniel Love Jones it. much differently if he had been a fourth-round draft pick. Preach. But he wasn't. You know, so Because he wasn't a fourth-round draft pick, there's different level of expectations. When you pick sixth overall – there's different level of expectation for how you play the game. Daniel Jones doesn't make much look particularly easy, and that's going to be the knock on it to me in a lot of ways. So uh, I think he's an okay quarterback that's not a great quarterback. I wouldn't want him as the quarterback of my favorite team for the mm. future. So I'm out. Brent, you listening to this? I am. That's why he's with the big dogs, and we're here, here right now. That is true. That's because your thoughts about Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yep, that's uh, why we're here. Well, then we have the ultimate debate. It's Team Kyler Murray against Team Gardner Minshew. Let me drink some water real quick. Uh, because here in Jacksonville, Austin Lane doesn't like Minshew very Didn't much. Didn't say that. Putting words in my mouth, but keep going. Uh, Kyler Murray 
has a good day, but he played a JV team. Easy, Brent. So we'll get a check mark. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the 27 for 37. 72% completion percentage, one touchdown, a little interception. It wasn't, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, we don't count then, those. Yeah, that's all right. And then he had 31 <laughs> yards rushing and a touchdown. Listen, Brent, if you know me, like, listen, I love the game of football, right? I'm talking four years of experience in the NFL, three sacks in my name, all right? <laughs> one time I sacked Andrew Luck, and he, he called me an expletive word. I made Andrew Luck swear. So I'm very versed in quarterbacks. Believe me when I say Canton, gold jacket. I don't want to say it right now. It's too soon, but Brent. Get ready. Yeah, that's why you're relegated to this show, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 10.3 yards per attempt. That's what I like because last week it was 4.3. Yep. Uh, Jason, what are your thoughts on Kyla Murray? Are you over the moon like everybody else, or are you like, let's wait and see a little bit more? Two check marks. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic on Kyla Murray. I wasn't huge on Kyla coming out uh, when he came in only because I felt like there were so many times in the Big 12 where – he would drop back, run around, try and wait for a play to come open, and then make a miraculous play. In the NFL, you got to be faster than that. Uh, but one thing that I really expected was I expected everybody this offseason, especially in his own division, to come out, spend the season getting ready or the offseason, getting ready for him to have a plan for him. And that, that specifically hasn't happened. So I think Cliff King has a lot of questions about, you know, what type of offense he's going to run. And I think Kyler Murray both have sort of risen above whatever questions we have about him. So – I am cautiously checkmarking Kyler Murray. All right, they did play the Jets, guys. Okay, he, they did play no, the fair. Jets. Go ahead and put two check marks next to Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah, two check marks. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> and then we go to Gardner Minshew. I mean, come on, Jay Gruden. How many times are you going to make this guy throw the football? Forty-nine attempts, thirty-one completions, three hundred-yard game again. Just six point one average. I don't like that number. Uh-huh. Two touchdowns, no picks, ninety-four rating. It uh, looks good on paper. We watch the game, right? Yeah. I mean, this is I, Jason. This is a tough thing with Minshew. If you look at the numbers, last week I did a comparison. His numbers in 16 starts actually add up to like Russell Wilson's numbers uh, when his rookie year. Not gonna lie, uh, but if you watch Minshew the last few weeks, it seems a little antsy. There's something that seems a little bit off. Uh, we're confused on Gardner Minshew. How about you? Okay, so. Here's my thing. Uh, you know, again, expectations are different depending on where you're drafted. We'll all admit that. There's a, a spot for me where I'm going to hold Gardner Minshew to the same standard. One of our analysts last a couple of weeks ago to get ready to, to host the game, uh, the Monday Night Football pregame digital show that I host. I was asking an analyst about Derek Carr, you know, my beloved Raiders. I said, give me the scoop on Derek Carr. And he said, I'm going to make it simple for you. When the Patriots were beating the Raiders by two touchdowns, do you think anybody on the Patriots sideline looked around and said, oh, God, two touchdowns isn't enough? They've got Derek Carr. And it was a total kick to the no-no places to hear that, but I, I, it, was, it was real, right? And so I've, I'm applying that same logic to many conversations now about quarterbacks because I think that's a really valid one. Do I think Gardner Minshew's good? Yes. Do I think Gardner Minshew is the type of guy that, boy, you're up by two touchdowns, but they've got Gardner? No. I think a lot of his success right now is as much a credit to Jay Gruden, who I think is a brilliant offensive coordinator. I think as much of that lives lives at the feet of Jay Gruden, who, remember, managed to win a lot of games with Andy Dalton, right? So everybody says the the Cowboys season's over because they got Andy Dalton. Well, Jay Gruden's standing over here saying, hold my beer. And even if you don't love the play calling because of the number of times he's throwing, look at what they're doing in Cincinnati. I mean, you got Burrow throwing 60 times a game. So I'm not saying that's the way to win football games, but I'm just saying that when you start to look at the stats, I understand they tell one story. For me, Gardner lives in the the category of the good quarterback that's not a great quarterback. 
Yeah, and that means it all depends on where you might draft if you're Jacksonville. Can you get mm-hmm. an improvement at the QB position? And that story is yet to be told. Jason Fitz, thanks for jumping in, man. We'll do it again next week. You guys are the best. Thanks so much. Have a great week, my friend. You too. You too uh, Jason Fitz, uh, 7 o'clock, Spain and Fitz, ESPN Radio, all across this fine land. Uh, you can listen to uh, our buddy Jason Fitz. Love having him on the show. Usually around 4 o'clock, uh, he was hosting a show out there in Vegas today, uh, and the Raiders fans must be pretty happy. But they've got it ridden that roller coaster too, right? Yeah. And I, that's a good – that's an interesting comp. Uh, that's an interesting way to put it in perspective. And I think one that we're all wrestling with right now with Gardner Mitchell. I've said it. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Is he a top 10 quarterback potential in the NFL? We don't know that yet, and it doesn't look like it just yet. Real quick question. You're down by two touchdowns. you got to come back. What quarterback are you going with first? If you had any choice of quarterbacks right now in the NFL, what quarterback are you taking down Russell by Wilson. two touchdowns? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's Didn't playing think is the it. best quarterback in the game right now. Yeah. Like, he's not close. Well, it's close. Mahomes Aaron, and Rodgers are good. I think Aaron Rodgers is pretty good, too. But yeah. he is the best quarterback in the game right now. Like, I don't even think that part, it's not debatable. Yeah, I know I mean, Mahomes hey, is listen, great. You saw it Sunday night. Look at the numbers. I mean, they're 5-0. and oh. You know, Their defense still isn't very good. <laughs> probably the worst yeah. in terms of yardage in the entire NFL. <laughs> I think uh, we did the stat the other night. They've given up more first downs this year than anybody in the league, even the Jaguars. Wow. And they're 5-0. and oh. Because who? Russell One Wilson. One guy. They're 5-0. and oh. That's why. Not yeah. even Pete Carroll. Russell Wilson. He yeah. even makes up for Carroll's mistakes sometimes. Sure. Yeah. We'll be back. ESPN 690 here on a Tuesday. One more segment to go. We could do another two hours. But we only got another 15 we got energy, minutes. energy, Brent. I like Man. it today. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> Who's juggling a lot? Had a lot of commercials to get in there. Yeah. Got to pay the bills, hey. folks. Thanks for staying, staying by us after that long commercial break. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Drink right. me a soda. We got a lot to get to here. Yeah. All right, so let's go down my list. Uh, Titans tonight against the Bills. Yeah. Do you think the Titans have like a little bit of COVID hangover, if you will? I mean, this is tough. They've had 15 days off. They've had all the distractions. Yeah. This would be a heck of a coaching job by Vrabel if they can rally the troops and play good football So here's the thing. Like... Thank you, Tennessee Titans, for giving us football on a Tuesday. That's going to be great. That's but then once it turns out to be Thursday and there's nothing on TV to watch, I'm going to be pretty upset at you. Now we're mad at the Titans. Exactly. So with that being said, I mean, listen, you see this in college, right? You see teams a lot of times start slow when they've had multiple weeks off with COVID-19-related problems. One would think, and I get it, the, the Titans brand of football, it's physicality. Yeah, there's X's and O's and things like that. But one would think they got to start out kind of slow right like they haven't had a chance to practice together in, in how long i mean this week they have a little bit but i have a hard time seeing the tennessee Titans just go toe-to-toe with the buffalo bills even though it's in tennessee yeah i um i i kind of lean toward the bills too i just yeah. think they're better maybe right now remember the titans have won a bunch of close games yep. and this has got to be some kind of distraction so we'll see we get some tuesday night football by the way that game is on cbs 47 at seven o'clock so that's pretty cool then you got the rays and the braves yep. playing the I mean, braves with another big one are they going to lose in the playoffs their pitching has been unbelievable the rays continue to find ways to win they got out hit 10 to 4 and they still won the, the baseball game yesterday it's unbelievable what the, the rays are doing uh, quick thought on LeBron James. We didn't talk a lot about him yesterday. We'll get to him more later in the week. I mean, yeah. we've just been loaded up on LeBron, stuff. Sorry. Hey, sorry. Brent, give us some respect, man. Uh, we should, we give should, me some damn hey, respect. We should start with the, with the beginning of the show next time. That's what are true. we doing here? Sorry, LeBron. Give us some respect. I mean, we did. Josh Allen picked him as the greatest player of all time. What more do you want, I LeBron? Mean, come on, LeBron. Now, hey, now, tomorrow we start the show out with Michael Jordan tomorrow. Don't be mad at us, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, LeBron, what is next? Does he have, Now, is he done? Does he have to keep winning? Like, I would retire. 
Oh, Brent, come on, man. He's playing too good, right? He's playing too good, number one. And number two, I think he wants to play with his son. I think somehow the way Ah. the NBA works, he's going to wait for his son to get to the NBA, and they're going to play together. Hey, that's just the way it works. You know, I'm a big LeBron fan, right? Yeah. Is he almost too wrapped up in the Hollywood storylines? Like, is that how we came about? I, yeah. I need my damn respect and now playing with, like, I think those are cool things, but it's almost like LeBron is too aware of all the storylines about him and his career and what's going on. Yeah. I, that's what I get a sense of. It's almost, it's not manufactured, although it kind of does feel manufactured. Maybe it is manufactured. Listen, it's definitely a little manufactured, but at the same time, like, Ken Griffey got kind of put on the map a little bit because he played with his dad, right? I mean, he that's did. a, it's, but he didn't go play cool for the story. Yankees. No, he didn't. Right? True. Now, he did go back play with the Reds where his dad played. So maybe that's a well, good example. And listen, you know? and I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, like, he, you know, is, is, is it Brownie's the one that's going to get tra- like, I think eventually, so, right? Yeah, so Brownie, um, say he goes, I don't know, to the Hawks or something like that. Like, I bet LeBron would leave LA then to go to the Hawks to play with him. You like, know, it's as, just. As part of the storylines, this is why I say it like that, is because, like, he, you could tell he wanted to go to the Lakers. Like, he, he wants his legacy. Yeah, Cleveland's his legacy. Yeah. Miami and D Wade and that. Leg, part of the legacy. It's part of the championships. He got maybe his most championships there, but he played for the L.A. Lakers. So yeah. did Wilt. So did Magic. So did Kobe. So did Shaq. So yeah. did, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the list goes on and on. You know, it's like he had to play. It's like he's so in tune with how his story is going to be told, like, w- when he's 80. See, yeah, no, I agree with you. But, like, Brent, playing with his son, that's... That's the period on a chapter well lived yeah. by LeBron. Because keep in I don't mind, play. But, listen, but, I like that. No, cool. but but listen. But remember how when LeBron James first came out, like remember how we came across LeBron James. We're watching him in high school. It was like the very first athlete in high school sports. We're watching like, dude, this kid is so young and he's so good. And then he got to the NBA, and once again, he's so young and he's leading his team to the NBA Finals and stuff like that. So like to me, it's the ultimate. Check mark. It's the ultimate exclamation point where it's like, this is my career, and here's my son. Like It comes full circle almost. Listen, he's earned the right to probably do whatever the heck he wants. I mean, yeah. he's lived up to all the hype. He's done all this. It's unbelievable what he's really accomplished. I watched like a three-minute video on him the other day, highlight-wise. It's un- the highlights are ridiculous. It's yeah. incredible um, to what he's been able to do. Uh, big story of the day, by the way, the Florida Gators have stopped activity because some members of the football team have tested positive for COVID-19. There are some reports that it's up to 19. Texas A&M has just said in the last hour that they don't have any positive tests, even though the Gators played them over the weekend. Obviously, LSU will be on alert here. And now we wonder about the LSU game. It's a big story, especially if you juxtapose that with what Dan Mullen said about wanting 90,000 in the swamp over the weekend. (laughs) That is the big story of the day right now, at least in our area. And we're keeping an eye on will the Florida Gators even play football? on uh, Saturday against LSU. All right, we're going to end the show with this. We usually do this on Monday. We ran out of time yesterday. We're running out of time right now. Our shows have been just packed. Yeah. Uh, but I usually do like a give me one thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know what your give me one thing might be, but I'm going to give you one thing for you. Give me one thing. What do you got? Did you see the kick yeah. on the knockout? Insane. That was unbelievable. Absolutely insane. Like, who was that? Knockout of the year. I have no idea who that was. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Just, I mean, he, he was, he's, he's kind of like he's on the undercard, right? So he's kind of a, a new fighter, needless to say. But um, listen. We're talking maybe, MMA fight here. Yeah, it was, in, maybe it was one on per- the island. Yeah, maybe 1% of fighters can do that, right, what he just did. And I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen it. It's the mo- so get this. So after the fight, right? Like after the whole thing was done, the, the guys do an interview. Dana White comes in, up to him during their interview and says, "You just had the the biggest uh, viral sensation of UFC of all time." Like that video from UFC 
had more retweets in a couple minutes than any other video in the history of the UFC. Really? Yeah. Like, it was that big of a deal. Yeah, and it's still trending, I guess, if you go UF knock- UFC knockout. Yeah. Now, this one only had 58. There's got to be way more than that. I mean, it no, just depends what video. 1.5 million views on here. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look it up. The, yeah. it, it was like, whoa. And then they have like a ringside one. Yeah. Cage side. Uh, yeah. Cage side uh, camera view. Yeah. And it's like. The world stops for a second after the guy gets hit in the butt yeah, 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 with yeah, the yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was Jacques and Buckley. And by the way, like, hey, you, you want to know like who this guy is, Brett? You know you haven't made it yet when you're on the undercard and they don't have a picture <laughs> next to like the fight well, card. Guess what? He's made yeah. it now. Oh, he's made it now for sure. All right, so I give you my one thing. I like it, yeah. And that has to do with fighting, too, at a softball tournament. Yeah. First time I've ever seen it. <laughs> yes. We've been doing it for 10 years, okay? Yeah. And I, I don't know, and somebody can let me know this on social media or something, but I don't even remember ever seeing seeing a college softball team fight. I don't recall seeing video of like a high school softball fight. Yeah. Well, this wasn't a parent fight. This yeah. was like a play at the plate, and this was happening right on the field next to us. I didn't see the early stages. The early stages were told to me. Girl slides into home, a little catcher, <laughs> tag out, you know, yeah. but they get tangled up. So the girl pushes her, shoves her a little bit. Well, the catcher, and I'm telling you, she was like tall yeah. and she could beat you up. She was yeah, bigger yeah. than me. She, she was messing around. Than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taller than me. Like at, at 15 years old. This yeah. is 15 year old softball. And she chased the girl back to the dugout. And by that time, now my eyes are over there because <laughs> people are telling me. Yeah. And there are punches being thrown. <laughs> I mean, it's there a are cult, more Brent. punches being thrown in that softball fight than some heavyweight fights. Brent, I tell you, it's a cult, man. You better start buying into it. Real quick, Brent, Justin Herbert made a name for himself last night. He is third all-time in first four career games in terms of passing yards. Cam uh, Cam Newton's number one, Andrew Luck number two, Patrick Holmes number four. That means nothing because I could throw for 200 <laughs> yards in today's NFL. Fair enough. I got a feeling we're going to... Are you gonna... surprised Cam Newton's number one? Yeah, I was a little surprised yeah. at that. I'm also a little surprised at the, oh my gosh, Justin Herbert Brad's... is the greatest thing of all time hey, already. Don't be mad because he's outshowing Daniel Jones right now. He is. That's pettiness. And we don't need pettiness on ESPN 690. Yes, we do. We need a lot of it. <laughs> and we just talked about a softball fight. We need pettiness. <laughs> hey, next time get that on camera, please. I know. I was very disappointed in myself. Can you imagine the since it all breakdown of that can, softball fight? I mean, oh. you thought that kick went viral. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know. what Should I not have tweeted it out even if I had it, though? I mean, do you want Brent, to do that? Hey, in terms of branding, yes. Yeah, it's all about the brand. Or else I Sorry, do it myself. Sorry, young ladies. Yeah. Sorry. It is, hey, that's the name of the game. No more fighting, girls. All right. Watching football tonight on CBS 47. We'll be back tomorrow on ESPN 690. Live, local, loud. Coming up next, then some Major League Baseball after that.